Dan and I love CBS Christmas movies. I'm Dan and I despise CBS Christmas movies. <laughs> I'm Alonzo and we're all doing Brent Musburger watching CBS Christmas movies. And this is the Dag the Hallmark Podcast. the this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. Hope you like this jolly podcast. Yeah, yeah. You are looking live. Deck the Hall. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Deck the Hallmark Christmas in July edition. Really, it's Christmas in July every Monday here. But you know what um, makes it better? The Balsam Hill woo! pop is what makes it better. It really pops on the screen. It does. Uh, Alonzo, I can just tell he's just, he's just glowing because he's just uh, looking at it. No, I tell you, it's gorgeous. And by the way, for for people who watched the uh, Your Christmas or Mine episode and yes. thought that um, the idea of Bran ripping open presents was just a bit, uh, check out the vlog these guys did of unpacking <laughs> all the uh, Balsam Hill stuff. And you will see, you know, the the big Merry Christmas balls on the table there came in, in this very, like, handy styrofoam, you know, to keep them from breaking for storage later. Will they be storing in them later? No, because Bran ripped oh. it in half to get to the thing inside. Where do you so- think all those storage boxes are <laughs> now, Alonzo? Uh, a useless heap? They would be somewhere in a, some recycling Hopefully somewhere, oh maybe boy. just trash. But everything does come very well packaged. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's unbelievable. Which Gloves is my nightmare. First time. <laughs> which is my nightmare. It, the, honestly, like Amazon's ruined stuff because they just throw stuff in boxes all willy nilly. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's here. But this is like carefully, like meticulously put in there. It's very well done, I must say. Um, but it, see for yourself. Up to fifty percent off the entire website, plus an extra five percent off. The promo code podcast, podcast all caps, That's all right. caps. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of vlogs, whatever happened to all that footage we shot at Christmas Con? I was City? just telling Brandon lost it all. I did he not screw it, it all. He lost all the footage. <laughs> he threw it in a dumpster, digital dumpster, and he uh, lost it all. We had a great mm, vlog. And it is coming. It is coming. It's coming. coming. It's coming. I would say. Sometime this week. Whoa! I, I the feel, week of Bramble Fest. You know, I know. I feel good about that. No, it's Monday, and yeah. Alonzo's going to be here in three days. I'm so excited. Yeah. Two days. You're going to technically be 48 here. hours. Yeah. I mean, this is it's getting real. I'm so excited. If you haven't already, uh, obviously the event's sold out, but virtual tickets are still available. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night, all day Saturday, uh, uh, the hodgepodge beluga. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, some special guests are joining us. And so it's going to be a good, good it's gonna time. going to be a fun time. Be Definitely time. get that virtual tick. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Real, real, real great. And you get it, if you can't watch it live, you get it forever. You get it's it forever. just right there, right there at your disposal. Whenever you want to watch it, it's I right there. It. right there. Uh, you guys want to talk about when, with us forever when when Christmas was young when well, Christmas I um, thought it was going to be a time travel movie I need to say right? that at the, at the at the start of this it Ditto. was I was I it was a big curveball because I thought for sure we were getting a time travel movie and it's a song movie uh, give me another movie I need to get this Christmas straight my friends are in the bathroom putting up the balsam. It's terrible. No, no time traveling train. No time traveling carousel. Nothing. 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 Uh, well, let's find out what it is about. Okay. Uh, it originally aired on CBS on December eighteenth, twenty twenty two, and it went a little something like this. 
Uh, we're in a, a snowy Tennessee town, and there is a single mom named Melody. Uh, who is teaching her daughter to play the piano. Son, her daughter's name is On the Nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over in Nashville, um, there's an artist named Lindsay Wyatt who is really hyping up her Christmas Eve benefit concert. We'll see if that comes back later. Uh, we meet a music exec named Luke who is giving advice to an up-and-coming artist while also nursing a bit of a hangover. Um, after a night of yelling at an artist at a bar. Apparently that all got caught and went viral. You don't want that. So the board of this management company votes him out despite the fact that he helped start the company. His name is in the the, the this is like if the board voted one of us out. Yeah, if we had a board and then they <laughs> voted one of us out. Yes. Then they do that? We don't have a board. I know that Alonzo and Aaron and Brian think that they're the board, but we don't actually have a board. Okay, now I know how I'm going to vote. So, gonna talk like that. <laughs> um, so he's really mad about this, and his first priority is figuring out how to take Lindsey Wyatt with him because that was his his uh, first uh, client. first client. And so it's like I got to get Lindsey. If I can get Lindsey, I can start this whole thing over again. Uh, Melody works for the family barbecue joint. Um, to her, uh, her dad's name. Uh, is uh, Smokey. And uh, they're raising money for charity as well. The Nose family. Uh, yes. While her uh, dad is trying to set uh, set her up, there's a bus boy, I think, that they're trying to get, fall in love. It's not going to happen, though, everybody. Don't worry. Uh, Lindsay tells uh, Luke that if she can get, if he can get the demo, the rights to this demo that they heard for the big Christmas Eve show, I want this song. I want to showcase it at the show. If you can do that, you got you got yourself a client. The song is by someone named Melody Douglas. We know Melody. Melody. Um, and apparently in a past life, she was trying to make it in this business and sent out a bunch of demos. Somehow that demo ended up in Luke's uh, hands as he was leaving. I don't know. But he has it. And so he's like, you know what? I got to go. I'm going to Jackson Woods. Tennessee. He has to Jackson Woods, Tennessee, and goes to an inn that is, for some reason, run by his ex-best friend from childhood that Luke ghosted when he became a big deal. Uh, Luke goes to Smokey's and immediately makes a mess. When he tells Melody that he's here to make her dreams come true, she's like, uh, the song's not for sale. See ya. Bye. Uh, Luke offers to help out with the charity. Uh, really, the whole goal here is to help to try to spend time with Melody and eventually try to get her to sell the song. If I could be charitable, maybe she'll like me and uh, I can finally get the song. Um, and the charity's having trouble getting enough toys, and so he's like, let me see what I can do. Uh, Luke is serious though. He is serious about this song. And it's just nonstop. Every, every other scene he's like, hey, so... Maybe you can give me the song. Maybe, maybe even, even the, the song. song. Maybe um, even money for songs. Maybe exchange. even the song. Start your dreams. And uh, Melody's still not having it. But they are obviously going to be spending more time together. You know how this goes. They go to Christmas party. They play Pictionary. They have a lot of fun. And uh, Luke starts to you know, get a little bit more vulnerable, share a little bit more about himself, and uh, all of that good stuff. 
all while this is happening, they're getting to know each other. She's opening up about her dreams and, and how she's like totally content where she, where she is in life. And he's like, I don't believe you. I can help make your dreams come true with the song. Have you heard about the song? I want the song. All well, Even though he is constantly being told no about this song, he is constantly telling Lindsay yes. That he is in the process of getting the song. We're going to get the song. Don't worry about it. It's good. You're always gonna, be closing. Always be closing. ABC. ABC. Yeah. That's exactly right. And so uh, Melody and Luke are um, hanging out some more, and they end up uh, sitting on the back of, uh, of, of the bed of a truck, and obviously you're going to kiss. There, there's that's con- You're contractually obligated if you're sitting yeah, back in, the, in the back of a truck. Yeah. You are going to kiss, um, especially in a movie that involves country music. There's literally there's our, no, there's our, our hands are tied. Yeah, yeah. Pickup there, truck country music movie. There's, there's nothing. Yeah. So Lindsay calls Luke and is like, hey. There's even a bottle that just says beer on it. There's not, I mean, you're you're locked in at that point. So sitting, sitting in the back of the pickup truck basically equals consent. At that's, that. exactly, that's right. Yes, yeah, 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 that's yeah, exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. So um, in the midst of this uh, kissy kissy fun time, she shares how important the song is to her and that the song, the reason why she wants to do it. She's like, I, I'm coming around to the idea. I want this song to be my song, this whole thing. And um, she's like, the reason why this song means so much to me is because it was a song. It was the last song I sang for my mom. And I told my mom that, I, that I'd put it out. Like I, That's what I said. So the next day after Kissy Kissy Fun Time, Luke gets a call from Lindsay, and Lindsay is like, I need that song. If you don't give me the song, you're fired. And he's like, good news, I got the song. <laughs> kissy liar kissy. Liar alert. Liar alert. Liar alert. Um, then he has like a Christmas celebration time with Melody and her daughter, and he's given presents. And um, then she is like, hey, guess what? I want you to be my manager. I want to really give this thing a go. And I want the song to be my big debut. Uh-oh. And he's like, can I just try to sell you on this one more time? <laughs> if if Lindsay did the song, you'd get a ton of money. That'd be wicked around here. here. Yeah. And you'd get a ton of money and you could really start your career off. And she's like, no, this is my song. And he's like, okay. 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 So at this point, he finally call is trying to call Lindsay and be like, hey, spoke too soon. We don't have the song. <laughs> Lindsay's not answering. What Lindsay is doing is going on the radio and giving, or, or the TV. Radio. Doing the radio interview. We can see it because we're watching a yeah, movie. but it's still radio. <laughs> and, um, People on radio are real. The, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, she says, I am debuting a new song. Uh, it's going to be amazing. And uh, Melody's like, WTF? So she runs down. She starts yelling at Luke. She's like, no, I can't believe you did this after I opened up to you. And he's like, let me just tell you what happened between the interview and now. I told her, I told I, I met her, I told her, no, the song is now yours. And she's like, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. Um, he does end up donating a bunch of pianos, a bunch keyboards, of keyboards. Yeah. He gets some keyboards sent over. Down there. Uh, <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, and at that point, uh, he's like, uh, great. I guess uh, that's the end of that. Um, 
he shows up. He gets a call or a text from Lindsay. And was like, "Hey, come, come on down. I'm getting ready for the show." She's like, "Hey, you are going to be my uh, manager still, and I am going to sing that song." And he's like, "What? You're not going to sing the song?" And so at this point, Melody comes out and is like, "Yes, yeah, she is going to sing the song. I gave her the rights. You know, I've been doing some thinking. It'd be really great if I had some money to start off my career. So I, I'm giving her, I'm selling her the rights to the song. It's going to be great. It's time for the performance and." Uh, um, what uh, Lindsay ends up doing is inviting Melody out to sing the song uh, with her, and they crush it, and everybody loves it. And uh, Melody and Luke uh, 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 kiss kiss some more as the crowd is cheering, and I hope she has a wonderful career. And that, my friends, was When, when Christmas, Christmas Was Young. young. I forgot you the forgot title the and title. I was following you we and I didn't already put though. my phone down. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll break this movie down with four segments here on Deck, Deck the Hallmark. Hallmark. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about When Christmas Was Young from last year. Excited to break this movie down. We have four segments to help us do so. We always start with a hot take, so we share exactly how we felt about this movie. Alonzo, I believe this is the last CBS movie from last year, so we've done them all now. Uh, what do you think about this one? Um, you know... <laughs> I think so often when we talk about these movies, certainly when we're talking about the Hallmark movies, it, it very often kind of comes down to who's in it. And these actors have a lot of credits to their uh, name. And obviously, you know, they work a lot. They are they are established. But not every actor quite gets the vibe for these Christmas movies. And watching these two, I kind of felt like I was – like I hadn't seen the Broadway version or the road show version, but the like local theater company <laughs> version, you know? So like, again, I'm sure, I'm sure they're both brilliant performers at other stuff. Like I know she was on like um, Barry and, you know, fear the walking dead, not necessarily the same chops you're going to bring to a Christmas movie. And so, yeah, th they never sparked for me. So I kind of found this to mostly be sort of a wet squib. A wet, wet squid. squid. Yeah, that's a tough spot to be yeah, in. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's wet just... Squib. I experienced one of those. Yeah, fool. It's tough. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. No. Ask your doctor. <laughs> that's I, actually the sequel to White Squall, if you can believe it. <laughs> and, uh, I get that reference. <laughs> um... <laughs> Alonzo right. liked it. That's Alonzo all. loved it, and that's really that's the audience. 90s movie about a bunch of uh, twinks on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Isn't I mean, it Jeff Bridges? Isn't he on that boat? Yes, yeah. he's the daddy, and the the rest of them are twinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's one daddy, a bunch of twinks, boat. 90s wet t-shirts, wet t-shirts, wet squib is the sequel. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I know what we're doing in a couple days together. Alonzo, <laughs> take it to the tape, yo. <laughs> Um, so I, I like this movie. Here's the thing. I didn't actually like this movie. I actually really struggled with this movie. And <laughs> so here's, I like this movie. Here's the thing. I did not like this movie. <laughs> that made pandas terms. Well, look just the, the molasses. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. This movie made my tummy hurt. I, I had a case of the, uh, the belly whompers. The belly whompers while I was watching this movie. Um, this guy 
this guy, I just <laughs> unbelievable, an unbelievable. He's, he's an absolute villain. <laughs> He is an absolute villain. He, in my mind, he's burning down cities for I've no reason. I've never seen Brand more invested in a movie he didn't like. I, 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 I was, I was frustrated. I was mad, and I don't think that was the goal with the movie. I don't know. Um, I was just—he's such a liar face. He's—I just want to just give him a noogie. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It made me—it made me sick to my stomach. Maybe that is what they were going for, and if it was. That was really well done. <laughs> kudos, um, kudos. I don't think that's the goal with these type of movies, but I don't know. Like, typically, there's a guy who's kind of a doofus, and he uh, maybe maybe he lies like once. This whole thing is just like I got. I've got to get the song. I got the song right. Wait, listen, when someone tells you I wrote a song and I sang it to my mom right before she died, and I promised your mom I'm going to get this song out there. The next day, before going into her our house to, to do like Christmas fun time. You get a call from your client and you say, yeah, I got the song. You're a monster. You're a monster. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> mad. I was mad and I didn't like that, but I guess it was fine. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Dan, uh, I'm going to pull a brain and say, I love this movie. Just kidding. I hated it. <laughs> Uh, I, I, what I wrote down was we've, I feel like lately we've seen a lot of Christmas movies about someone with a song and this is one of them. Um, it is not the worst one of them that I've seen. It's also not as good as a Christmas number one, which I think is probably Christmas number one. Best one I've seen. That's different. Um, it just is kind of there. And to brand's point, I felt like, uh, Tyler Hilton's character, uh, is on a normal Hallmark arc, right? Is on, the on actor's a normal, name is Tyler Hilton? Yeah, on a normal Christmas I mean, movie arc of I'm a jerk, and then I'm going to like slowly be won over, and then I'm just going to quit my job and be with this girl and, and represent her. It's been a real Tyler Hilton. And then all of a sudden, he does that thing where he just promises this artist... Can't this song that, and I can't do that until that point. I didn't care. Brand was like, can you believe this guy? I'm like standard arc, standard, normal jerk face becomes nice guy arc. He's above board. And then he does that. And at that point it, it went from the movies bad to, all right, there's not a lot of integrity here because even when they get together at the end, there's a lot of like manipulation that happens there that, that is unfortunate. Basically he buys his way out of, he never comes clean and just says, you know what I did? He never says this. He never says, I heard you tell me that story about your mom, and I heard you say you wanted to keep the song, and I gave it to her anyway. He, I, yeah, she never still doesn't that. know that that happened no. right before he went inside for Christmas present fun time. And so my thing is, is that he can sit there and say, I realize now that I love you, and I realize now that I was wrong, and I quit, and I told her he, she couldn't have it. That's all well and good. But he never comes clean that he gave away a song that wasn't his to give away. And that was the part of it that I just was like, I don't know, man. The movie's not good enough to pull this off. It, it, it was like, you know, in It's Always You, Tyler Hines does a bunch of questionable things, but the chemistry's so good that yeah. you kind of give it a pass. Oh, this isn't even, sure. that's not this even close to this No, level. it doesn't work here at all. So, bad, 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 bad. Man, man, I tell you what. You're disappointed over there. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Uh, let's get to all the feels. <laughs> uh, Alonzo, any feels for you? 
Uh, I will say I do like a bristly meet cute. And so the fact yeah. that like their their first encounter is so incredibly like, you know, I sort of enjoyed that. Uh, this movie, by the way, is directed by the woman who did um, Christmas Joy, which is yeah. a cookie non- crawl. A, the cookie crawl, a nonsense movie, but is one of probably one of the Hallmark movies I've seen the most times just because it is my favorite like wallpaper movie. Yeah, like there's one. something about it is just like a comforting backdrop. And I look up occasionally. Saying, oh, they're making cookies or they're doing something, you know, and, and I was hoping this would at least offer me that, but, but not so much. We'll get into to why in the way it was. That's the one where the grandma has a, a sprained ankle and is in the hospital for a week. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aunt Ruby cannot. And, 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 like, and, and the cookie crawl is impending and she hasn't come up with a theme yet. And That's somehow right. it's the it's the young lady's fault. That's know? right. And then the Carolina Panthers, uh, there's a. Uh, there's gingerbread a, Stadium. Yeah, gingerbread yes. Stadium. Yeah. Is the Classic. theme Christmas? Is that what they end up going oh with? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, winter Wonderland, I think. It's always Winter Wonderland. It's always Winter Wonderland. It's got to be. It's got to yeah, be. It's got to be. Yeah. Go Lenny Booth. I mean, I like the song. That was fine. Dan? <laughs> um, No, I don't have anything. Oh, yeah. boy. You did the whole <laughs> bit there for the people watching at Philo. That was fun. I, I will say this. I don't know that the song slaps enough to be have this entire movie built around that, see that's where no. the, that's that's tough it's tricky because it really is like, on a pedestal there you know? it is like this sweet little like homey nostalgic christmas country tune no. but it's not it doesn't it doesn't I'm slap not, i'm not mad at it but it's no, right, right there's a lot of a lot of effort going on in this movie for a song that's it's like, not oh, like I mean, mary did you know it's <laughs> gonna blow anyone away right well, mary did you know is it's a not, terrible example it's not <laughs> sir i want to buy these shoes oh, no, okay no, no. Yeah. we're gonna take we're a quick break we're gonna be right back here on Walmart. could you hurry sir oh, nope God. Hey, you get, I, y'all can, get you get one a year. That's right. This is not it. If you ever joined us on the Christmas Eve episode, would you sing it with us, Alonzo, or no? <laughs> Maybe if I did it like as someone, you know, like Carol Channing singing Christmas shoes. Maybe. Maybe. No, I definitely want do to do you, that. Do you listen to it every year, or do you? Uh, once we start, you go ahead and turn off the episode. I, I, I think I do a little fifteen second, fifteen second, fifteen second. <laughs> Because that song is is of the devil. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a bad song. Um, wanting uh, your mom to look beautiful for Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, beg to differ. So I leave the money down. <laughs> I played you guys yeah. the, the Patton Oswalt yeah. thing. Classic. As far as I'm concerned, the last word on that song. Yeah, it's more than fair. <laughs> um, let's get to the way what. So we talk about what in this movie is going what. I'll start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, anything? Oh, boy. Um all right so melody has given up music to be a mom and to you know help run her dad's restaurant does that mean that she doesn't have a harp in her living room it does not (laughs) it took me too long into the movie alonzo all of a sudden the movie's like an hour in i went is that a harp (laughs) it's a harp Piano, sure, fine. You want to teach the daughter. You occasionally want to sit down and tickle the ivories. But a harp? You have not given no. music, man. No. I'm sorry. No. no. Uh, all right. I don't want to get too technical here, but uh, 
there's a difference between the credits, you know, the, 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 the things that appear on screen that's like, you know, written by, produced by, and then a Chiron, which is telling you, say, where you are or what day it is or something <laughs> Not like in that. this movie. There's not. In this movie, they're all mushed together. Yeah. You get, like, city name and then, you know, producer name. And they're all just – and it's the same font. And it's like, what are – it was – I was, I, it's, it's almost like an art film at this point where, because I'm like, what, what's even happening with all these words on screen? We're all playing our part. <laughs> We're all getting credits. We're all mooshing it together. Uh, Lindsay is recording a Christmas album in December. Yep, no, yep, yep, nope, yep. nope, 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 nope. That never happens that way. Nope. People don't even record Christmas albums in December for the following year. They just, no, you do it in the summer. You, you put some tinsel up in the, you do what you guys do and you Christmas in July it and you, you know, to give that feel and then you, you know, you record it. But yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, to borrow a page from uh, a Sam page from the movie ah. you guys just reviewed, The Perfect Christmas Gift, um, All Lang Syne is no one's favorite song. <laughs> yeah. And if, it is, and if it is, you're wrong. But no, it's that better, version, that country yeah. version, Alonzo, that's what that needed, right? It's better than, the, the, old, it's better than the old yeah. Old Lang Syne, I'll tell you that much. That song that yeah. is not a Christmas song. I, I didn't hate the country version. I kind of like that Irishy one that they do in the Sex and the City movie, but it's no one's favorite. Nobody understands what that song means. We just know we're required to play it on New Year's Eve, and then we get on with our lives. Am I your lover in the grocery store? Oh, mm, boy, wow, that's almost as bad as Christmas shoes. You got to pick quite. one to listen to forever. Which one? <laughs> oh, I've got that. I'm going Fogelberg. Yeah, I mean, you got to go with Fogelberg. I'm a child of the '70s. Um, I, this one I had to write, I wrote down and then had to rescind it, which was no one. Google's anyone at least later on in the film, yes. she does Google him. She does because because if his like screaming match with the singer went viral, like everyone should know that this guy's career is in the toilet, and and that doesn't come up until late in the film. She finally bothers to look him up online and sees, oh, I see you just got fired by your prestigious firm, you know. <laughs> but they did fix that one. Uh, okay, going back to before where I talked about how you know Christmas Joy is a sort of comforting wallpaper movie. What is it with the house exteriors in this movie? They look like anime. <laughs> like when they put the lights on the mean old lady's house, who's yeah. now nice, when they go caroling, that it's not even just that they look like it's a weird green screen. Like the houses themselves look like they dwell in the uncanny valley. I don't know what's happening with them, but it's it's very off-putting and, and creepy, and I did not care for it. Um, what do you think also, of that? What do you think of that, Brian? Uh, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, it did look a little goofy. There's one, like, The exterior shot that drove me nuts is there are three times, back to back to back, uh, where they do an exterior shot of her house. Mm-hmm. The first time, there's a snowman. Second time, no snowman. Third time, snowman. Yeah. Same house. Same day, I think. Tough. Look, Snowman went to lunch. He came back later. <laughs> yeah, he got it. You know, he can't just stand around Snow- all day waiting Snowman for had him. half day. Had half day. <laughs> exactly. Half day snowman. Um, the, uh, I don't think there is a Pearl Theater in Nashville. Uh, and if there is, that also looked like it was uh, completely a cartoon. Uh, during the... Um, caroling scene the best friend says to manager guy nobody sings like melody melody is not singing when she says that (laughs) 
she's standing there with her daughter and smiling, but she is not singing. So no. that was that was a that was a. You have to take my word for it. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> but uh, no one now, does. No one when does. It, when it does happen, woof, forget it. Uh, when Melody tells manager guy, mom would have wanted me to record it first. Yeah. And I wrote down, and she also would have wanted me to keep the Asian rights. Like, I, I can't imagine the mom cares this much about the sequence yeah. of how this song gets out the world. Mom but left me four pages about the song in her will. Uh, Dear Melody, I have yeah. some requests. If auto-tune even creeps its way in, I will haunt you from beyond the grave. I've storyboarded a video for you that you might consider. Uh, consider Mick G as the director. <laughs> Mick G. He will throw a ball at your face, but it's fine. I'd love for it to have a quick cut look, like those Marshall Mathers joints. <laughs> and then finally, this is this. I know this is, a, and then there is no movie. But like this whole situation strikes me as one of those better to ask forgiveness than yes. permission situations. Like if you've got this banging song from a, an unsigned, undiscovered writer, you just sing it, and then later go. By the way, here's your publishing rights. Like. I, I, this all seems very complicated for someone who has zero clout in the music industry and would not begin to have the amount of lawyers necessary to try and like make trouble after the debut has happened on her Christmas show, which is just a local thing, right? It's yeah. not like broadcast or anything, right? So anyway, that was it. Um, I have a few as well. Uh, first, Melody uh, is working at the, the barbecue joint, Smokies. Smokies. <laughs> and um, she is putting candy canes on the table, which is great, um, <laughs> until she gets to, like, she's putting them on the table, like, yeah. getting them ready. Like, eh, these are fair game. She gets to two elderly people, and she gives them a cup this big full of candy oh, yeah. canes. 20 candy canes. What are they going to do with all those candy canes? It's going to go nuts. Eat them stick first. You, uh, you guys look like two people are going to go to town on some candy canes tonight. Let's go nuts. Um, there is a scene uh, where Luke is trying to get to know Melody, and he asks about the song, and she's not willing to give any answers about it, and so he he says redirect and then ask another question which almost seems like it was a note in the script like yeah. redirect yeah which but got That's me just care. got me funny takes Re dramatic pause um so what about your family <laughs> camera swivels music starts to swell exterior shot um, apparently there's a beer joint named Brandy that just, that just made Brandy, me laugh. Yeah, Brandy. Brandy, because like, it's just like what it's a beer joint named Brandy, <laughs> which makes the, like the opportunities are endless. That's there's right. a wine joint named Martini. <laughs> <laughs> there's a vodka spot named beer. That's right. Like it's just, it just can go on forever. I imagine Brandy's the person's name. I don't care. Still made me laugh. Um, and last but not least, where'd the snowman go? That's all I wanted. You laughed a long time about that. I too. did. I did. I, I, I joined still you. You got me involved. Too. I did. You did. I did. That's exactly right. Um, I do love that in this movie, and maybe this does exist because I don't own a Cadillac. There's a brand new Cadillac with a CD player in this movie. <laughs> wow. Wow. I have a friend who bought a new SUV and installed an 8-track player, so anything is possible. But this looks like it comes standard. Like That, that is true. Wow. That, a 2022 
Cadillac with a compact disc player in it. He had to wait six weeks to get that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a special order right there. You want what? Still now? <laughs> CD? Oh, that's a cocoa dispenser. From uh, uh, Santa Claus. Oh, we got a Victrola in the trunk, too. Yeah. Um, I don't get that. I've never seen someone act so shocked that their childhood friend is now married than Luke does. <laughs> he, it was like they took an anti-marriage pact when they were 15 years old. He's like, you're married? Like, bro, both of you are nearing 40. It, it's not like a big step to think that a childhood friend of yours maybe married somebody. Like, How just, little do you have to think of somebody being like, that oh, shocked that oh, they could find love? Ooh, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, he's you, him. Luke also so winds up and throws a fastball of the coolest brag I've ever heard in my life, which is, yeah, I'm not really a Christmas guy, but I know all the songs. Cool, bro. <laughs> cool. Super thrilled for you. I'm proud of you. Going to take you to trivia. Super cool. I'm awesome. I'm glad you offered that up as something for me to know about you now. Fair. Did I mention I'm a big Nashville <laughs> manager? <laughs> uh but they go to this old lady's house to put up the lights on her tree, and all of these lights are just intertangled. All the boxes have lights of all these different colors, and then there's one box that just says pink lights. <laughs> so this this lady has jammed all of these lights, just hodgepodge beluga, all over these boxes, but the pink ones she has extricated and put in their own box. That's a different level of crazy right there. Like, that is like, just F them all. But the pink ones, make sure we get those in the right box, everybody. Gee. Um, hey, why did it take you an hour to bring up that Lindsay Walker wants this song? Why did it take you an hour, bro? The daughter is wearing a shirt that says Lindsay Walker. That is step in the door and say Lindsay Walker wants to buy your song. That's all you do, man. You like, don't, Oh, you don't want the song? I guess I'll tell Garth Brooks like, no. He's like, I'm going to make you a lot of money. He doesn't even mention that it's a big pop star. He doesn't even just whatever. Um, and also, apparently... Luke believes that every child wants a keyboard for Christmas, which is my favorite bit of this movie where he sends 30 keyboards down there to Got the children. Can you imagine a kid who's like, man, I just want a Buzz Lightyear toy. I just want a, <laughs> I just want a bike. I just want, you know, whatever. And it's like, I guess you're getting a, a keyboard, buddy. Like for some people, dream come true for others. That's a paperweight. Kids like, why would they even ask us what we wanted? I don't, under, I don't understand that at all. And then I think that falls into the better than nothing category. Yeah, it does, but barely for some. Uh, uh, he also does a I don't really play piano bit, and then he just runs right into like I, I like that. He was like, mm. I don't really know anything but chopsticks, but also bling, like he just um, don't make me sing. But, but lastly, the, this the location Jackson Woods is in my mind very close to Nashville because he leaves Lindsey Walker's house and he just drives down the road and he's there. Like he doesn't stay overnight anywhere. It's the same day. It's very close to Nashville. That's how I understand it. Out, just outside of Nashville. Both are at least in Tennessee. We know yeah. that. I feel like, and I'm judging based on Nashville, for the first 45 minutes of this movie, the snow is consistent and driving the whole movie. It's always there, always falling. There's a foot of snow on the side of the roads. 
if that amount of snow appeared anywhere near Nashville, it would be an economic crisis. Of <laughs> People would shut down. Like it would not be this. Well, look at oh, it's the normal. Oh, it's a foot of snow today. NBD. Let's let's keep it keep it going. It's just no big deal. Roads are clear. There's just no world where that would work. That's all I got. <laughs> it's time for our. So see what, the BS. Sure. See the BS. Uh, we wonder what we uh, want to know, and maybe we'll get questions answered, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Alonzo, anything you're still wondering about? You know, I again, maybe reading too much into this, but it seems to me with the level of duplicity and self-serving chicanery that this guy has demonstrated over the course of the movie that maybe a single mom would be requiring him to jump through a lot more hoops before she's ready to like trust, forgive and offer a second chance. Maybe it's the cynic in me. Maybe the power of Christmas is more, you know, (laughs) intense than I am giving it credit for, but I'm just thinking she's like, yeah, you can be my manager at a, but with like strict auditing of the books, but that's it. (laughs) To be fair, Alonzo, they've known each other six days and he did make spaghetti sauce with her daughter. And I want you to know all that up front before you, before you, you know what you're, I got to rethink this whole thing now. Right. Yes. I mean, come on. Um, I want to tell everybody about my morning and the roller coaster. What? Uh, that happened. Um, when I put on a movie, I typically pull up the INDB uh, to oh, just yeah. kind of look at the cast. And okay, I'll, I'll read uh, the, the short little uh, log line about what the movie's about. And this movie is a successful music manager returns home to secure the rights to a Christmas love song written by his high school girlfriend. So this movie starts, and I'm like, okay, great. We got the music manager. We got that. Check. And then when he finds out that uh, he has to go to, what's the name of the city? Uh, Jackson Woods. Jackson Woods. He says, where's Jackson Woods? That's right. So I'm like, well, maybe he's not going home. I don't know. He gets to Jackson Woods, and who does he see? His best friend. His best friend from childhood. And I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe he forgot his hometown. But then he bumps into who is supposed to be his high school girlfriend. They don't know each other. I don't know left from right at this point. And all I want to know is who's editing IMDb. <laughs> How did we get here? How? Is it, did they start filming this movie and go, well, scrap it. We'll keep the childhood best friend. Maybe no one will notice. Well, guess what? We noticed. And now I'm just confused. Maybe that's a synopsis of like the original draft that CBS bought, and then you know the development process just you know wild. I was just enough of that original idea (laughs) sprinkled in there to throw everyone off. He is a music executive, and that's a question of plot. A question of plot, exactly. It's it's the it's the seeing his uh, childhood best friend that really throws you for a loop. Because right away when he says, "Where's Jackson Woods?" I'm like, "Oh, this whole thing's wrong." But then he knows the guy. I'm like, "Maybe he does. Maybe he's home." I don't know. Maybe they changed the name and they didn't tell him. <laughs> I know this place. This looks just like uh, Jackson oh. Township. Yeah, we changed oh, yeah. the changed the names. Woods now. Yeah, so, you know um, who who does own the rights to this song? Um, because we're led to believe that it is Lindsay Walker. Yet, upon the debut of singing the song, she chooses to sing background vocals and play piano, and let Melody have the stage. And sings the song for the first time. Who is getting this? Does Melody now get the song back? 
is, is, is or, or does Lindsay still have it and was just like the first time we sing it, I'll just let you you sing it. I'm very confused by this. Well, okay. I mean, if this is a real question. Melody is the composer, so she owns the copyright. Uh, the idea, the whole point of this movie is that Lindsay is trying to get permission to sing the song yeah, as her thing. I, but but I, singing the song wouldn't, even if she records it, it doesn't make it her song. It just means that people will associate it with her, even though the writer is somebody I, else. I'm just saying, oh, I understand that. I'm saying... If you have what you think is the, your next big hit, your mm-hmm. next big hit, and it's the first time you're going to perform it live, people are recording on cell phones, everything. Well, let's say Billy Ray Cyrus had achy, breaky heart, and he was like, and then all of a sudden the writer shows up and he's like, well, why don't you sing it tonight? Like from that point forward, if that video goes viral, like she's never. It's also, it's just kind of murky because it's not clear if this is just a one-off or if she's going to put this out as a single. Like if this is going to be on the album. Because well, it would be Lindsay's weird Christmas to. album is still not out, so they can yeah. always yeah. add it. You know? It'd be it's gonna, weird it's to do. In January. To say, hey, we're putting out a Christmas album. Let me sing an unknown song that also won't be on said album. It's an interesting move. It's an interesting move. Nonetheless, you know, she she meets Melody and that just changes everything, I suppose. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She says uh, an audible audible. Omaha, Omaha. Uh, we did everybody. Congratulations. We're going to be back next Monday to keep the good vibes going. We're headed over to Food Network for one delicious Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think good. Bobby Flay might be in this joint. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> One delicious Christmas. Can't wait for that. Lonzo, can't wait to see you in a few days for Bramble Fest. Until Looking then, forward to it. may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.